this is Kathy. I'm from Missouri, and I just wanted to leave a little message about communication. And uh, my husband and I were married for 11 years um, prior to becoming Christians. And the interesting thing we learned in Bible study was the 432 rule of marriage, which um, it's Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another just as in Christ God forgave you. That works wonders in communication and marriage. Mm, it sure does. It would make wonders in the world. Wouldn't it be nice if the Democrats and Republicans could communicate with each other like that a little bit? Wow. Uh, but let's bring it home because that's where it matters day to day to you and your family. What have you learned about good communication in your marriage? What one thing works for you? Dr. Randy here, Intentional Living. Phone lines open. Come join us. 888-888-1717. 888-888-1717. We got a really cool 30-day devotional about the power of one thing. You're going to love it. And for everybody who calls to join me on the show, you'll be given the secret code on how you can get that book free. We'll send it to you. It's a gift from me and the team here. Uh, thanking you for your time invested in calling and sharing one thing that you've learned about communication, good communication in marriage, 888 Don't we wish that communication um, was more of a natural part of our relationships? You know what happens? Here's, here's one of the things that happens in marriage communication. In communication in general, we see it in politics uh, I hear it often when you turn the TV on, watch a newscast. Whenever we're, we're quick to take a position on something, we have to, by nature, defend it. Now, I'm not saying that we should all be open-minded and not take positions. There's, well, there's things that we believe in we need to take positions on, but it doesn't mean we have to be oppositional uh, when we find someone who disagrees with us. But so I would encourage you in your marriage, be careful. Don't take your position based on your you know, being a woman or being a man or being uh, your experiences of how you grew up or the experiences how you grew up and you say that's right and that's wrong and you take a position early in marriage and what happens is then you have to defend your position and it may be frankly just wrong or incomplete. So the question today, the phone line is open. Come join us. 888-888-1717 is the number. 888-888-1717. And when you call again, you get that secret code. I love to say that secret code and how you can, uh, we'll send you the, uh, the devotional to say thanks for joining us. Because you know what? Here's the key. The question really is, what's helping you in marriage communication? I think that what could lead to a very successful marriage is having a sense of humor especially with your husband, who may just be joking around or trying to be funny. And maybe you're a little uptight, but just indulge him. Let him think he's funny. Don't take life so seriously. Also, another thing I think is really, really important and something that I do, try to do every single day, is find something to praise your spouse. Because you will eventually find that you're not the only one doing the praising. It's reciprocal. Many times it is. So I would say praise and have a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, and, and so you let him think he's funny when he's not. Well, maybe that's what happens in my house. I don't know. <laughs> Is that true, Donna? You, you, <laughs> no, she just says you're corny. I say something. That's really corny. That's okay. Talking about marriage communication, 888 1717 We hit a nerve today. The lines are busy. We'll get to the calls 
uh, here ASAP. Uh, tell you what, uh, well, let's go to Michael uh, in Kansas. Uh, Michael, my friend, uh, what difference has good marriage communication made in your marriage? Well, I tell you what, it changed, uh, uh, it changed our marriage. About 20, 25 years ago, uh, we decided to sit down every morning, every single morning, and have coffee and talk about the day, what, what's happened in the day, what's going to happen in the day. Mm. And then while we both were working full time, we did that every single evening. It changed our life. Yeah. It changed our life 100%. Now, what caused this? Was there a crisis in the marriage? You say, hey, we got to learn to communicate, or what happened? No, the, 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 the crisis was, was we just weren't, weren't, weren't seeing eye to eye in a lot of things, okay? You know, we would go about do, doing this, this, and doing that, and not, not chatting with each other. Just, just get, it trained us to just sit down and talk about the day. And doing that's made a big difference. So, so it's kind of loose. You don't have an agenda. You just sort of jump in and say, hey, here's what's going on for the day, that kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. And it's, it's changed, changed our lives, changed our marriage, really. You know, we just, and of course, there's a lot to talk about. We both do a lot of ministry work, and we share, share the ideas that we have. In fact, I just got through getting off the phone with my wife and oh. telling her that our church has got something big going on for Christmas, and we were gonna, I, want to, I don't want to participate in one of the days. I want to participate in all the days. Huh. So she is, too, also. That's good. It just flat changed our life. We were... Our, I, I would say our marriage was very bumpy. Well, guess what? There's no bumps in our marriage at all. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Hey, listen, Michael, you talk about the fact you sit down every day, you talk, you have a pattern. You know, routine can be boring. Routine can be boring. But routine can be uh, a great salve to a difficult marriage when the routine involves communication, getting this stuff on the table, talking about it, being intentional. Come join us. Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen is the number. Sarah's in Texas. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Appreciate your call. What What have you learned about marriage communication? Well, I'm learning to have uh, with communication. You you start to have you're you're honest with each other. You grow closer to each other. Um, you just bring your private thoughts, and you just growing together. Um, I've only been married for a couple of weeks, to be honest with you, so we're still learning as we're going and taking in everyone's comments and, you know, learning from what everyone has from their experiences. Well, that's good. I'll tell you what, Sarah. First of all, congratulations on your marriage, and we pray that it'll be a success uh, in communication. I hear you're driving there. Um, uh, a couple comments, and then you're gonna just listen, because we're going we're gonna to talk about this uh, today and again tomorrow about marriage communication uh, there's nothing more important in marriage and communication, being honest with each other, being encouraging with each other. I'll tell you what, a, an encouragement every day into the life of your spouse is huge. Letting them know you appreciate them, why you appreciate them. Those things really make a difference. So congratulations on that uh, on that new marriage. And I'm glad you're listening. Keep listening. We're going to get to Ken and Jeff and a bunch of others here in just a moment. First, a break. We'll be back with more on marriage communication. Come join us and we'll give you the secret code on how to receive the devotional, our gift to you, 888 This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. 
We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Do you have an estate plan? Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. Parents, we are to leave a legacy for our children, a legacy of more than just the stuff in the basement or the garage. But how we manage that stuff really does matter. Families splinter over stuff after the parents are gone. I've seen resentment grow and anger and estrangement in relationships. So join Donna and me in updating your estate plan this year. And by the way, Intentional Living, we have a free estate planning guide that we'd like to send to you today. There's no obligation. It's to help you be intentional in your relationships and in your family and in your legacy. I hope you'll ask for it today. Leave a lasting legacy for your family. Get your free estate planning guide at theintentionallife.com slash EP. Again, that's theintentionallife.com slash EP. You know, I hope you'll do that. Um, that's a really important thing. In fact, our own staff will be meeting here, all of our team next week, um, with the gentleman from our ministry that really handles this whole area. And Chong B and his team are going to be uh, taking the staff again through estate planning, the importance of it. What does it mean? How can it make a difference in your life? So that's important. If you don't have a, a guide that'll help you, um, you might want to contact us and we'll send you that uh, or we'll tell you how you can get it online. Just go to theintentionallife.com. We're talking communication today. It is a key in marriage. Ken wants to weigh in from Georgia. Hi, Ken. Hey. What have you learned about communication in marriage? Compromise. Don't be afraid. So when your wife thinks one thing and you think another, it's okay to compromise. What about when what about when you really feel strongly about something? You know, you can feel as strongly as you want, but that might cause an argument. So you're willing to say, "Hey, I'll I'll give in this area uh, because of the keeping the peace and a good relationship with your spouse." Yes. Now, let me ask a question. Does she do that sure. for you, too, at times when you may have a thought? Is she willing to compromise in your direction? Absolutely. That's why it works. That's why it works. So she knows. Yeah, we've only, how long have you been married? We've only been, we've only been married two years. Okay. All right. So you, you, you uh, pick your battles very carefully. Very carefully. Yeah. Which is really a big deal because we, we've counseled, I mean, the, all the folks that I've counseled with over the years always say, you know, every day in marriage there are landmines and they can be hidden. You don't see them until you step on it or a tripwire that you pull and then all of a sudden you set off something in your spouse's life from history or thoughts or expectations that can be difficult. Ken, you're, you're wise for two years in the marriage. And your wife is as well, learning to pick battles carefully and willing to compromise. All right. Thank you, my friend. Uh, you're welcome to call and join us. What's one thing that's made a difference in marriage communication for you? 888-888-1717. Welcome our Facebook friends live here today as well. You can post a thought below. Gina will get it here into the studio. Or you can uh, go ahead and call, of course, 888-888-1717. Jeff in Arizona. Yes, hi. Appreciate the, your call, my friend. What have you learned about uh, marriage communication? 
we've learned to be uh, transparent. We'd sit down and talk about everything. Um, be transparent and not hide anything. Our feelings, especially because we've learned that can be a cancer in a, re in a relationship. Um, even the smallest of, of lies, like, you know, hiding, uh, like, oh, I spent money on, on, on new socks or whatever, <laughs> you know, um, that's just an example, of course. But um, we've learned that um, being open and honest about finances and uh, I forgive you is the mm -hmm. important words in our relationship uh, when, when, that is necess when that is necessary. Um, it's even more important than I love you, even though we say that every day to each other. Um, we uh, have gone through a lot of uh, hard times recently. We're still through a rough patch, but Jesus has uh, shown us uh, his mercy and has gotten us through a lot. Um, currently staying at, 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 uh, in a hotel, but he's given us both jobs, believe it or not, <laughs> and um great jobs more than we've um ever earned uh and he's pulled us through that and uh we're going to be able to buy a house good for you uh after the market corrects um he's, he's provided that way so they say his time is perfect but it's put us through the ringer and it's put us at each other's throats at sometimes mm -hmm. but we've always sat down and talked to each other and i've always made sure that my wife understood that when we're done talking, that she felt loved and respected when we were done talking. It was very important that she felt that way because it was important to me that she felt that way. That's good. It's excellent. You can't, you can't get along in a marriage. You can't get along in a business relationship or family relationship without the other person feeling heard and accepted. Um, in the work that I've done with families and couples over the years, I've seen this thing of unforgiveness, people willing, unwilling to forgive, just unwilling. Uh, they, they say, I'm right. Um, I've got justification for this. I can even find biblical justification for this, which is, let's face it, many times easy to do because we can take things out of context to make it work for us. Um, and not willing to understand that we are to forgive one another, just as Christ has forgiven us for all the garbage in our lives. And it's a powerful thing. And to do that in marriage, to be willing to keep a short account, don't let the sun go down on your wrath, it says in Ephesians. Why? Because it's like a cancer. It gets a root of bitterness, as the Bible calls it, that builds up in our lives. Jeff just gave you guys a great reminder. That's a powerful lesson. It can change your life as a man in your marriage. When you talk to your wife, you disagree on something, make sure she always feels respected. That's really... Very important. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate your call. Congratulations on your job. Looking for that house. And like you, we hope the housing market will adjust. We hope the economy will. We certainly are going through it. In fact, uh, coming up Friday, we're going to talk about money again on the program. We're going to hear callers telling, telling us what one thing they're doing to help navigate and survive during this really difficult time. So I hope you tune in for that. And let's take another break, uh, uh, and then we'll come back. Got some more callers to get to. Talking about communication, we're going to stay in the studio for another half hour thereafter. Love to have you join us so you can continue to call 888-888-1717 to be a part of answering the question, what have you learned about good communication in marriage? 
He loves us no matter who we are, where we've been, what we've done. He doesn't tolerate us. He doesn't use us. He doesn't abuse us in our relationship with Him. He loves us. Four things. Number one, He sees us when others don't. He understands us when others don't. He acts in positive ways in our life when others don't. He cares for us when others don't. That's an excerpt from the lesson this month on God cares for the unloved. How does he do that? Some very powerful ways. He makes up the difference. Really a powerful lesson. Members of the Intentional Living Support family, thank you for your monthly support. Of course, you receive uh, the lessons every month automatically by email, both um, the video and audio versions of the lesson. Uh, this month, it's on this topic. And next month, it's about what the Bible teaches about intentional living, which is really focusing on five powerful questions. If we were to ask every day, five questions every day, you could do this in five minutes every morning. It'll change your life. What are the five questions that will change your life every morning, five minutes? That's coming up in November. You'll receive that as well automatically. So come and join us. Be a part of the monthly support family at 888 to talk to me or to leave your comment. But to join in support, go to our website. That's how you can access uh, the support uh, and become a part of the team. Go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. Christy is uh, in Michigan with a question. Christy, welcome to the show. What's your question today? Hi, Randy. Um, Hi. Uh, I am a Christian. I, um, I've i been going to church for quite some time when I was a kid with my grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been married um, with my, oh, I've been with my husband for 16 years, but we got, we remarried, we didn't remarry, but we've been, we got married about a couple years we've been married. We have a 16 year old son and the communication is not very well. He, he babies him, he spoils him. And I was not brought up that way. I follow through with stuff like homework. If you don't get your homework done, you don't go here. You don't go there. My husband is totally different. He'll let Devin do it. And it's, it's just not working. It's, I keep mm-hmm. telling him, we need to talk. This, you know, this it's not respectful. If you just go ahead and let him do it, and I told you that he's not, he just the communication is not very well. You just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And are I've you, been praying. And praying. How are you feeling, Christy? I feel, I feel like I'm done. I feel like I need my my other son's in recovery. He's in recovery heroin addict, and he didn't have that structure because. My husband, we didn't because he wanted to argue all the time. He didn't want to solve stuff. He didn't want to communicate with it. Mm-hmm. And I cannot have my youngest go down that road again. I just mm-hmm. can't. Is this a second marriage? This is my second marriage. Mm-hmm. And we have um, a beautiful, is, beautiful home together, and I just in material things ain't everything to me. Does he it's know? Does he know you feel this way? Yes, he does. Have you been to counseling together? We are seeing our pastor. It's just. He's been giving us the tools, but mm-hmm. my husband is not clicking. It's not clicking. And he keep my pastor keeps saying, give it time, give it time. But I know what he read Sunday. It says, and tighten. You you know, you could tell them once, you tell them twice, and if they don't get it, then you condemn them. 
you know, be on your on your be on your way. And that's and how I you don't want to divorce. But that's how you're feeling. That's how you're feeling yeah. though today, aren't you, Christy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, when we don't feel understood, we don't feel listened to, we feel disrespected. And when we feel disrespected, uh, that leads to all sorts of things because an expectation minus a reality leads to disappointment and we can become disillusioned in marriage and, um, and unfortunately sometimes give up. Um, there was something that drew you guys together. You've been together for 16 years. Um, what's missing? I, I, and it's good you're seeing your pastor. I, I encourage that. Um, and hopefully he has the time to give to you to be able to share and communicate and help you communicate. Um, but you got to get the proverbial cards on, on the table for both of you. What is the core? Remember, communication, poor communication is often a symptom of something deeper going on. In other words, the communication is, may, may not be, quote, the problem, it may be the symptom of the problem. There might be uh, issues of values or feeling hurt or, or angry. Um, one of the things we know from all the research that we read is that the things that destroy marriages are criticism, feelings of contempt, and these things can really be undercurrents that often are in a relationship. They show up in ways of lack of communication or disrespectful communication and so not only do you need the tools that to help you to communicate, but hopefully there can go a little bit deeper to find out what is the roadblock to communication? What is that that's keeping good communication from really breaking through in your marriage, which is really important. Christy, listen, I understand your feelings about, hey, giving up, but can I encourage you to be really honest with your pastor and if your pastor's not getting it, to get with a Christian counselor, someone who can give you the time that you need, and really get to the core issues. What are some of the core issues that are going on beyond just the symptom of not being able to communicate? Because what what that creates are these feelings of disrespect and disillusionment in your own thoughts. And uh, eventually you get to a point of just saying, I want to give up. I don't want to give up, but that's what I feel like. Okay. I hope that helps. We're talking about uh, marriage communication today. Pray for Christy and her husband. Pray for a marriage that can be saved. It's costly not to make a marriage saved. It's costly in a lot of ways. And so we pray for that uh, the two of you can work on that and get to a place of real reconciliation in your relationship. Uh, Let me go to... Let me see here. Let me go to, is it Perlita? Am I pronouncing that right? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, Perlita, thank you for your call from New Mexico. Um, what, what, what have you learned about marriage communication that might encourage Christy and others listening today? Definitely. Um, well, me and my husband are actually really young. I'm only 23 and he's 24. Um, but we're going to be married for about three years, actually, this month. Um, so we've gotten a lot of advice because we are very young. Um, But I think the thing we've learned together is um, to communicate things that we're struggling with, Mm -hmm. even though we don't want to hear it. Um, Because sometimes I don't want to share something that I'm struggling with because it's my husband, you know, I don't want to disappoint him or I don't want him to think differently of me. Um, But since we've done that, I feel like it makes us grow stronger first in our faith and then stronger also in our relationship because we have that trust with each other to want to share things that are difficult to share 
Um, so like whether that be if we're struggling with either temptation or struggling something in communication or how we feel in our marriage, um, we always try to communicate that and be like, hey, like, you know, I'm kind of feeling this way. What do you think about it? Um, and then we'll be like, okay, let's pray about it because this is a true struggle and not be upset if he says something that I don't want to hear that he's struggling with. Me not be like, hey, like, that's not right. Or no, but just be like open and honest and be like, okay, like, I understand you're struggling with this. Uh, let's pray about it. Let's see uh, what we can do about it. And same with me. He does the same with me. That's so good. I think that's the biggest thing. Is it structured or do you have a certain times you sit down to communicate or how do you do that? Um, no, it's more like um, if we feel like something's going on that we're not sharing, uh, we just kind of be like, okay, like what's the root problem? Like, why are we lashing out? Why are we being rude or anything like that? Um, so it's more like not so structured, like every week we kind of get together, mm -hmm. but it's more like kind of feel the situation, read the room, and then we talk about it. And so you don't take, e you don't take easily to be offended when he says something or he doesn't get easily offended when you share something. Yeah, exactly. Um, like if he's telling me something he's uh, having temptation with or struggling with, I'm not so quick to be like, oh, how could you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's more like, okay, like I am here and I want you to be honest. And that's what I'm here for. Like, because you don't want to share something if you know the reaction is going to be upsetting. Rather just like here, I'm just here to listen. Like, and just here to listen and it totally changes things um, to instead of being scared to share something with your spouse, you feel open and able to share something with your spouse. Mm, very powerful. And let, listen, uh, the youth will teach us. I mean, uh, Perlita, you've been married three years and what, you're 22, I think you said. So got started young, but wisdom and being able to communicate. And, and this is unusual because let's face it, many times in marriage, when your spouse says something or you say something, it's easily taken as an offense, as criticism. Number one uh, thing that we see in the steps toward a marriage failing is criticism. And what I heard from Perlita is it's not so much you do this and you do that. It's, hey, here's what I'm struggling with. Here's what's going on in my life, which is an open book and saying, I, I need your support and I'm here to support you. It's not pointing the finger at your spouse. It's uh, dealing with the issues in your own life. Very powerful. Thank you, Perlita. Great way to end the show today. Tell you what, we're going to stay right here in the show, in the uh, studio rather, and uh, receive calls on this topic of marriage communication. We're going to record a show that will air actually tomorrow, and you can, can be a part of it as you call 888 as we talk about uh, what one thing have you learned about marriage communication that has helped you. Love to have you join us at 888 I just want to say um, thank you to those of you who have been praying for our ministry, for our team, those of you who have been uh, financially supporting the ministry. Thank you for your faithfulness. We're listener supported. We can't do it without your help. And uh, it, I just am I'm humbled by the fact that uh, so many of you are generous to make sure that this ministry can continue. Thank you for doing that. If you'd like to find out more about intentional living, just go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. For myself, uh, for Jennifer and Gino and Stephen and the rest of the team, thank you for being a part of the show today, for encouraging me and sharing so much wisdom. I, you know, listen, 
Uh, you guys share a lot of things that are helping other people. We're all in this thing together, doing the next right one thing for God's glory. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk marriage communication then. Hope you'll join us.